Hello, I am Marie McDowell, a poet, writer, and speaker. On this podcast, I explore what it means to live my idea of a right life. Please remember that there is not one right way to live. So whatever I speak about, take what serves you and leave the rest. I'm still exploring, growing, and evolving. Maybe some of the lessons I have learned can help you live a life of joy, adventure, ease, and creativity too, as they have for me. Okay, let's explore together. Thank you for tuning into The Right Life. This is episode nine, which means we are into the second month, or almost into the second month of recording this podcast journey together. So thank you all of you who have tuned in so far. It's lovely to see that people actually care about what I have to talk about. (laughs) It's always a funny thing. You're always like, Will people even care? Will they even listen? Am I just echoing my words into the ethers and no one's hearing it back? But so thank you, um, the portion of you that have been tuning in and listening. This has been a really interesting journey for me and uh, I'm glad to share it with you. So I was going to read a poem that I had already published today, but I felt the stirrings of the muse this morning and I actually composed a poem that I'm going to read to you. It is still a work in progress, so I'm sure it's going to go through a couple more edits before it's done, but I do like the idea of sharing something that's so fresh and um, to include that in the podcast and also have you kind of be a part of the creative journey because things evolve and grow in their own time but it's sometimes a poem comes out and it says all the things that we want to say at this moment in time and you want to share it so um here it is it doesn't have a title yet but it's really talks about what I've been going through lately they forgot to tell you how hard it is to be good when things are good especially when you have known mostly bad, how your body doesn't feel like your own. It's constantly searching for the flight or fight fix. You are on high alert. You know the bad is somewhere. You must be missing something. You feel zoned out, numb, like you're inhabiting another life, not your own. It's hard to be good when things are good. You tell yourself over and over again, but it's all good. It's all good. You grieve the bad. Yes, you grieve the bad, mostly because of how long you danced with it. You grieve yourself until one day you see the good starts to feel good. And then you can finally say it's all good and mean it. So I wrote this poem because I noticed recently that I am really have been zoned out and part of it's grieving because my life, I'm letting go of a lot of situations and even some relationships that just aren't resonating with me anymore. This whole year has really been a big process of that, that since last summer. And so there's a lot of grieving that I'm going through with it and I'm really kind of honoring the space that I'm in with it. And it's also new territory because there's new energy coming in because I've released um, some things that were weighing me down. And so whenever one door, they, you know, one door closes, another one opens. So it, it's with the void that's 
left from those relationships and situations, there's space for new energy to come in. I'm slowly starting to turn towards the new and look forward to the new, but I'm still kind of in that grieving. It feels almost like I'm underwater and I do feel very numbed out. And also I'm in very unfamiliar territory with not having some kind of crisis come up every week or so due to some of the situations that I've moved away from. Um, So my body is like not used to this. So it's actually looking for things to be on high alert for. And so I'm kind of like, okay, there's something here. I'm missing something and I'm going through all the different areas of my life, but there's nothing there to worry about. Like it's all good. And then I caught myself the other morning, like turning on myself, like starting to blame myself or shame myself, I would say, for things that I have done recently, but none of these things were out of the ordinary and none of these things were out of character or any new behaviors. So I realized that I was, my, my nervous system and my body was so used to something being off that it was trying to find something off. And because I couldn't find it externally, I started to turn in on myself and I caught myself doing it and was like, whoa, this is intense. Like, you know, there's so much change that goes into being okay with the good. I actually had a lot of compassion for people that go back to the bad because it's familiar and it feels comfortable and it's easier and you know the rules and you know the dance. And so I took a moment and like really got quiet with myself and I apologized to my past self for all the situations that she was in. Uh, Many of them were beyond my control. Some of these go back even as far as my childhood. Some of them are about relationships with people that have battled addiction that I was primed to be in those situations because of the way I grew up. And then it took me a long time to extract from these situations and these dynamics because it was so familiar to me. So I really took, I cried and I, and I apologized to myself that I've had to go through all of these different things to the point that my body is literally going through withdrawal right now. And the situations that I've walked away from recently haven't been extreme situations, but so that's a good thing. I've really done a good job of the last like several years or or so of really getting myself away from any kind of extremes, bad situations, uh, maybe even longer than that. Uh, but it's funny cause it's like, I was always upgrading like, okay, this situation is not working for me. So I'd move into a new situation and, and usually the situa- situations revolve around different types of relationships and I'd move into this new relationship, which was an upgrade from the last relationship, but it still had kind of those tendrils of trouble <laughs> as I would like to say tendrils of trouble. I love that alliteration that, there was still some familiarness to it. So I didn't feel completely out of my comfort zone, but I did feel that I was upgrading. And then over the last several years, I've really 
taken a big picture view of myself and gone, okay, does this feel good? And if it doesn't, I don't want to do it anymore, period. End of discussion. And it hasn't been anything really abrupt. It's just been a gradual moving away from the situation or the relationship. Slowly, uh, you know, as I said, stopping that dance with that other person. Uh, But now I don't have anyone in my life or any situation in my life at all that has any of those tendrils of trouble, if you will. And holy shit, it's a crazy ride. Like, it's very overwhelming. I do feel like completely zoned out. I don't feel a part of this earth even more than usual. I often joke that I'm not on this, I'm not from this planet or of this planet and I just visit. But even more than usual, I just feel really zoned out. I'm not actually, I have some moments of joy, but I think it's more intellectual joy where I'm going like, okay, I should be happy here. I should be good here. And I, and I enjoy the moment, but I'm not actually feeling like profound, full body joy and pleasure as much as I have in the past because I'm grieving. And I'm also, uh, I really think my brain and heart and body and nervous system are being rewired to this new good energy. And it takes a while. It's a process. Like, I'm trying to have grace with myself. But I didn't even realize that's what was going on or that is what was happening until, like, the last week. When I really was like, okay, it's been probably a month and a half without any kind of dynamics that caused me any kind of stress or worry. And no confrontations with certain people that I've moved my, move myself away from. And I'm like, what is this feeling? Like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this quiet is all about. And it's also that my, my energy is calmed down. Like, it's like, I've gone from being like in almost like a storm kind of weather, you know, like where the waves are really choppy and the sky's gray and there's pelting rain. That's how it can feel when you're in a dysfunctional dynamic or situation with somebody like you're in something that is out of your control and it's gotten to be like just calm cool seas like a nice 75 degree temperature like you know sitting in the shade chilling having a nice cool drink all of my company that is around me is lovely and I'm like okay what is this feeling I don't know what this feeling is And it's been really weird to adapt to this and also not constantly look over my shoulder or, as I said, look for the tendrils of trouble somewhere or create them. Like I've caught myself in my intimate, a couple of my intimate relationships where I almost wanted to like pounce and stir up some trouble and I felt my, my, temperature get a little hot and I wanted to kind of snap or bark at the person just to feel that edge again and I caught myself and I immediately went okay why am I getting upset here and then I listened to what the answer said my intuition and then I just told them hey this is not really the time that I want to be discussing this I really appreciate that you have 
gone to this place with me and that you care about me enough, but I'm just, I don't have the capacity for this right now or whatever. And I just told them how I felt and where I was at. And they're, they were like, oh, okay, no problem. We'll be revisit this later. Cool. Good talk. Instead of like me stirring the pot up and then they get upset and then I'm upset that they're upset that I'm upset and we're upset and everyone's upset. And then you feel that disconnection with somebody that you love. So I want, I wanted to share the poem that I wrote because I love that the ability to be a writer some kind, sometimes, actually most of the time I would say, is a wonderful way to go deep inside yourself and kind of be an explorer and figure out how you're feeling. Sometimes when you don't even know what you're feeling, but you can get it down on the page and it helps you organize your thoughts and feelings. And those of you that are listening that, that aren't writers, I still recommend doing this. Like if you really have a issue or a problem that you're going over and over in your head about like sit down with a pen and paper and just write it out. Like what's going on with me? I mentioned that before, like doing that automatic writing, just asking a question like what's up with me or compose a poem or write a story where the main character is someone similar to you but it's not you and have them act out whatever you're going through and see where they lead you maybe they would lead you in a whole new uh, solution to your problem that you wouldn't have figured out on your own and allow that character to just like work out the issue and see what they do and maybe see if that applies to your own life isn't that an interesting exercise which I've never tried before but those of you that would be more interested in prose than poetry because some people don't resonate with poetry at all but you could even write just a nursery rhyme with uh, poetry or you know write a poem that rhymes we all know how to rhyme and work your problem out that way so I just wanted to share that this is what I'm going through right now because it's totally new territory for me. Like I can tell you 100%, I don't know how to live in the good. I have moments of the good. Like I feel like I have a really good life overall. I was thinking about that while I was swimming laps today. Like, is there anything I would change about my life? And I said, no. And when people ask me if I'm happy, I say, yeah, like 99%. Uh, Maybe that 1% is troubling or whatever but sometimes that one percent is a very wide one percent and I still am learning how to live in the good and what it feels like and I might never fully let my down my guard and that's okay too because I think when we are healing or doing any kind of healing work we tend to think that we have to be perfect or we're not quote, quote, fixed. But I don't think it's about that. I, I think it's just there's stages on the journey where you start to feel a little bit better and celebrate those moments. I think healing is a lifelong process, especially those of us that have come from some significant, uh, you know, tendrils of trouble. <laughs> um, it takes a while, possibly your whole life to really untangle yourself from these. And you might have periods where you go back into it because of something happens that, you know, you get laid off or relationships ends 
and we backpedal, we get ourselves caught up in something again. But then I, I hope for you and for myself that if that does happen, you've had enough of the taste of the good that you'll miss it. And you'll be like, okay, uh, this isn't what I want. Like you might flirt with it for a bit. You might go out on the town with trouble for, you know, a week or two, or maybe even a month, maybe even a year. But then my hope for you is that you would be like, you know what? I, I miss the good life. And, and I know that I have it in me to get back to it. And you start taking steps to move back into that space and have you know, infinite patience with yourself because I know that I can be really, really hard on myself. I think we women especially can be really hard on ourselves, but you know what? Men can too. I think the whole, our whole system is kind of set up for us to be dissatisfied in a lot of ways. So then we consume and buy things and stay busy and stay numbed out and don't stay in touch with who we really are and what we really want because then we're easier to control and we can fit into the cog in the wheel because I think if we all started to really kind of get clear about what our soul purpose is and what we really, really want from our life, we would live in a vastly different world. So my hope for you is that if you are at all feeling this way, that perhaps you came, you recently moved into the good or you were in the good in the past and you're somehow back into the tendrils of trouble, that you can do the work and it is work <laughs> to get yourself back to a space that you feel a sense of ease and calmness and grace and peace maybe even just a little bit in the beginning, maybe just get a little taste of it. And then you gradually have a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And my hope for me, especially as I go into the summertime, which tends to be a quieter time for me personally, um, my hope for me is that this summer, all, all the extra kind of residue and grieving of this time that I've just moved through starts to just gradually just disappear and float away on the wind and sunny skies come out and I can just really enjoy all the work that I have done on myself and just be in the new and be in the good and enjoy that life has gotten me to this place and I that and and being gratitude because it has been a long journey and I deserve to have some fun. <laughs> we all deserve to have some fun. And so that is what I want to leave uh, with you this week. That if you are in this space that I'm at, where you're in whatever stage of the journey you're at, maybe you're in the middle of the tendrils of trouble and you're looking to move towards the good and you're wanting that little push, then well, uh, hopefully that maybe listen to this, you're like, okay, I'm ready for this. I'm done. I'm ready to move on. You might be in the stage that I'm at where you're still kind of in that transition stage. You're still moving towards the new. It's at, it's more and more of your life. You're already in the good because I'm in the good now, but you're not quite used to it. I'm sending you love too. And those of you that have made it through and that you're already in the good and you're in it and you're having fun, 
good job. And I'm so happy for you too, because I'm coming towards you. I'm coming towards that energy and I'm really looking forward to it because, you know, life is short and why not have fun along the ride? So that's, that's my plan. So thank you so much for listening. I know this was a little bit of a shorter episode, but I feel like I need to go have fun now. (laughs) I'm going to go have some fun uh, with the rest of my week. I'm going to go kayaking this weekend. I'm really looking forward to it. I have some lovely art events that my friends are putting on and some art events that I'm putting on and some time to spend with my wonderful kid and my wonderful man. So I'm sending you all lots of love. Thank you so much for tuning into The Right Life and I will see you next week.